Okay, g'day again. Welcome to episode number 140 of the Average Man podcast. Uh, the long drive home. The long drive home is what I'm currently on, me and the wife. She's sitting next to me, she's got her AirPods in, she's doing some, um, some craft bits and pieces. Hopefully she can't hear me uh, too much. She's just music. So I thought while I'm driving home, kill two birds, one stone, and we'll pump another little, um, a little, a little short episode out. I meant to do a couple more while I was down south, but eh, you know, we were moving around a lot, a lot of moving parts, um, and I just didn't find the damn time, mate. So here I am now doing one on the drive home. It's just me, the missus, and the dog, because the kids have stayed back. They stayed back in in uh, Perth with uh, the family for another ten days or something. Basically, so that they don't have to come back to Headland and go straight to vacation care for two weeks while we uh, go back to work. They're going to stay uh, at my sister's house for a couple of days, and then at their nana and pa's house for a, a week or so. And got a few excursions, little excursions planned um, while they're down there. So they're going to have a good old rad time, man. And we're going to be back at at work in the heat, getting back into things. So. I think it's the best way, man. Like it was pretty, it was pretty sad for us to leave them this morning. We've never been away from them collectively for this type of period. Um, like you know, both parents away from them uh, for more than a night. So it'll be, you know, um, it's a bit of a tricky one to move to leave them. My boy, you know, he's, was pretty upset this morning, but he also understands that you know he doesn't want to come back to Headland and go to vacation camp ten days. He kind of hates it. He's a bit over it now, so. It's for the best, mate. It was hard leaving this morning, but I think it's the, the right the right decision. But, but what that means is that it's actually been quite a, an easy drive home so far. Just the three of us. The dog's just sleeping the whole time, the lazy little lump. Um, this will be the first day for the entire three-week period that she hasn't had a good amount of exercise. She's just been sitting in the car, so I think she's just lavishing, doing nothing, actually. Um, been an active, an active little pup over the last three weeks. And yes, partially because I made sure I took her for exercise every day, but also it's just been an active, an active holiday. Pretty happy with with how active we all stayed. Myself, in particular, um, as far as you know, doing some exercise, going for runs. I went for I had a few surfs down in Denmark. I went for a couple of dives at Airship, uh, and you know, going for some craze. Didn't get any, but saw a heap. I had to go on a couple. Definitely a learning curve there for me, but um, it was good fun, man. So, you know, definitely the exercise factors been there, and the dog was on beach walks and beach runs. And down in Denmark, there's kind of um, a big dog scene around the place. So she came to a couple of restaurants with us, and came into the town with us when we walked the town and stuff. And was just involved in everything that we did. Really, it was the best, the best holiday for a dog we've ever been on. So. Miss Muppet uh, cannot complain. So, yeah, as I said, we're at the end of the end of the holiday, driving home. We were gonna do it in two days. We we're gonna leave yesterday and drive Thursday, Friday, and then I just thought, oh, stuff it. We'll get another day out of the holiday, and we'll push through a bit harder and, and pump this out in like a day and a half or something. So tonight we're gonna get to Nanyatara Roadhouse. Which is about 500k south of, of Port Hedland. We should be there 
in the next three hours, three and a half hours, yeah, three hours just under. And um, we'll pull up there for, for maybe three or four hours. We'll have a bit of dinner, um, have a kip on the bed, just rest the eyes and have a little bit of a break, really. And I'll get up at like midnight and set the alarm, get up at midnight, again, get back on the bloody road. And we should be back in Headland by like five or six in the morning. Not really. If I'm on the road by midnight, I should be back in Headland by about five in the morning. Um, so that'll be cool, man. Uh, really looking forward to just getting back home, getting back into my own bed. That's probably been one of the biggest, uh, I don't know, disappointments or just things that we realise we need to sort out um, of the trip has been the bed. It was pretty uncomfortable shitty bed in the Jayco. We've got a mat two mattress toppers on it now. We'll see how that goes, but we may end up just having to fork out the cash and buying a decent bed because we've both been a bit busted up. Like my neck, shoulders, both been, you know, I've got bad shoulders. My neck's been playing up a bit. Emma's had a bad back the last few months. She's been in a bit of pain. So the bed hasn't been great for us. You're kind of waking up sore every morning and just a bit uncomfy. If you wake up in the middle of the night, you're kind of starting to get comfortable again. So that's something that needs our attention. Um, but I think I said, I gave you a rundown last time, the power situation was, uh, you know, completely flawless, really. Um, we were 100% power by most evenings, again, every day out at Parry's, except the three really overcast days. We got up to about 85, 86% power or something at the end of the, at the, end of the day. Um, and then as soon as the sun came out, bang, that popped back up again on the third or fourth day. The water situation, we ran out of water about four days in, so I probably need another water tank. We want to do some longer off-grid trips. We want to go for a week to, to, to two weeks off-grid. Got to need a bit more water, so that's something that we'll look into. And then there's a bunch of little things, clips on doors and the fridge and struts on the kids windows there was a bunch of little things that sort of either weren't working properly or kind of broke on the holiday um, that we need to fix um, and, which is fine this is what this trip was sort of about finding out the little quirks of the van and what we need to do and getting on top of all that stuff now coming up with a bit of a system for traveling as well and the biggest uh, you know screw up I suppose of the trip was packing up to leave Paris, I had the awning out and I knew I didn't really have the system of pulling it out and packing it in down pat and whether it was my doing or whether it was just something that sort of got away from me while I was packing it in or it was damaged on one of the windy nights, I'm not sure but basically as soon as I went to roll the awning in, it folded one of the arms on like a, a 30 degree angle and I had to, um, I managed to get it shut most of the way and then when we got back to my sister's house brother-in-law and sister's house in, in Yanchip I, I pulled it out and pulled the arm off and me and my brother-in-law panel beat it spent about an hour and a half messing around with the arm to get it to kind of function again and put it back on and the awning works but um, I'm going to need to order a new arm for that so you know a few a few hiccups but I think that's to be expected that's our first time really ever using a van like this um, so, you know, we're learning, man, we're learning, it's a steep learning curve, and yeah, rather get on, top of, get on top of this stuff now, so as we do some more trips moving forward, we've got a bit of a system, let me know, you know, what we're doing. <laughs>
exposed. So, got a really good trip, mate. Um, not super keen to go back to work yet. I'll have to morph my mindset over the next couple of days. I normally do that on the drive home. I'm going to get into my zone of what right I'm sick of spending money, ready to get back, focus on work, re refocus on work, get ready for the for the year ahead. Um, yeah, I'm sort of not quite there yet, but I'm further along than I was yesterday. So I assume that you know Saturday, Sunday. Then I'll go back to work Monday. I'll be ready to roll come Monday morning. I'm looking forward to getting back into my routine a bit, my own bed, and definitely looking forward to getting back to the gym. As I said, I did keep pretty fit uh, over the, the break. We, I ate, I'd say, really well. Ate really well. Bar the chocolate, I smashed heaps and heaps of chocolate. So I've been trying to taper that off like, a, like an addict. Been trying to taper the chocolate off over the last week or so. But I've been smashing favourites and streets and all sorts of stuff, man. Um, so that needs to end <laughs> fairly abruptly and get back on, on the dark chocolate, a few squares a night. And obviously taping the alcohol off too, mate. Uh, we didn't drink at heaps. My sister's not and my brother-in-law aren't drinkers. Stayed at their house. So, you know, we weren't encouraged to drink um, a lot or early in the afternoon. Um, which worked out really well for us actually. So, you know, we did drink and drank more than I normally would, but definitely not as much as we have in, in past, you know, or usually on holiday. So that's good too. A lot, of, a lot of positives there and we had a really good break, man. It took me ages to relax into it, eh? I think I mentioned that last podcast, pretty intense finish to the year uh, work-wise. And then the big drive down and a bit of stress around the car and using the van for the first time. and. You know, it took a while for me to, to, to slow it down. Part of me had chill. But I got there, the surfing helped, the, the diving helped, staying at my sister and brother's house with a really relaxed vibe there, vibe there, helped teams as well. So I definitely have chilled out, and whether or not I'm ready for work yet, I'm mentally refreshed, which was something I really, really needed, man. I, I needed to be mentally refreshed. Um, pretty burnt out by the end of last year, so. Another year ahead, big one. Got a heap of saving to do. Got a few specific goals to hit, so just need to um, yeah, really readjust the mind, mindset and get ready for the for the year coming up. We're actually going to do a Bali trip this year, which I'm pretty excited about. We haven't done one since you know since 2019 it was the last trip. We cancelled our trip in 2020, um, and then obviously the pandemic was in full swing. And we just haven't been, yeah, it'd be four years, it'd be four years this March since we've been to, to, to Bali. So we're gonna, we're gonna book early April and, and, and get a good 10 day, 10 or 11 day trip to Bali pumped out this year, which is awesome because we used to always do that living in Headland, people who live up there or have lived up there, know what it's like as far as, you know, lovely place to live, can be a lovely place to live, but you need your breaks, you need to get out, you need your little, checkpoints and your things to work towards that, that break it up for you especially during the summer and for us it was always christmas holidays then come back and you've got like three months the rest of january february and, and, and then most of march to work head down bum up get some money put away for, for the next holiday and then we'd have something booked in late march which was usually partly great way to break it up and we kind of just obviously haven't been able to do that for the last four years no one has really you know 
so looking like really pumped about having that to work towards and just getting back to Bali, man. Gonna take a surfboard over this year and, and get a few surfs in and uh, and we're, we're able to do 10 days now because there's no flights out of Headland anymore, which sucks because it takes a two hour trip, turns a two hour trip from Headland to Bali into a six hour trip with layover time as well from Headland to Perth, Perth to Bali and then back. But it means that we're not governed by that Saturday to Sunday flight schedule um, so we can do like a 10, 11 day trip. So there's a positive, mate. Every negative, there's a positive. Uh, and I'm looking forward to doing a good 10 or 11 days. We've always found that for us, that was about the sweet spot. 10, 11 days, we've done 14 days and we're generally ready to come back a little bit before the 14th day, 13th, 12th day, you know, you kind of fit over it. And seven days ain't enough. Um, it's good, better than nothing, but it's really not enough. It takes you three, four days to get into Bali time. And you know, when you stay for 10 or 11 days, you've got a good five, six days to, to, to really soak it up. So looking forward to that one as well. And then there's a few other trips in the van uh, this year that we're gonna, gonna pump out. So pretty excited about all that, mate. Um, and yeah, what else did we do? We did a bit of chilling out, I said, went for a dive. It's as, man, I, I, I really need to get back into the water this year and get some more diving practice in. Because um, I was useless in the water. It's a completely different type of diving to what I'm used to up in Headland for sure. Um, it's off the shore, down at Yantip Lagoon, you know, 20 metres out there's a reef and then it drops off the back side of that. And it's like six metres deep I suppose. Um, six to eight metres deep. There's a big, um, you know, reef rock face drop off there. And there's caves and swim throughs and cracks and there's heaps of fish in there. Mostly shit fish, few, few cod kicking around. Um, but heaps of craze as well. And, but because you're on the backside of the reef, there's a lot of swell pushing you around, and um, it's just a completely different type of reef. A lot, a lot more, like you, you've got to work a lot harder just to stay in the water. And I was just struggling with it, man. I was struggling to get uh, good breath, and not just my breath hold, but even just fill my lungs when I was breathing through the snorkel. Um, and I wore some short fins because, you know, it's a lot less room to work in so I don't I wasn't using the big long dive fins like we use up in the, the blue water and that up in headland and just moving yourself around was so much more work so i did struggle but it was nice to get out there and get in the water it's a really beautiful reef there. there's heaps to see man so that was cool and as i said had a, got a few surfs in as well um you know even caught a few waves mate i haven't been for a surf in about four years since the last time i was in bali so that's um yeah, that's something. Uh, the last two times we were in Denmark, I never went out. Bought a board this time, took it down, got a few surfs in, and, and so happy to kind of got that bug reignited. I was about to buy a second board before we left Perth as well. Don't tell the missus. But um, I ran out of time to go and pick it up. Like, I've got myself a seven foot board. It's not really a learner's board. It's, it's quite sleek, not a lot of like, uh, um, literage. It doesn't displace a lot of water, so it's not real thick that way or that way. Real sharp, pointy nose. So it's quick, it was easy to duck dive. Um, but you know, getting up, it's quite sort of, sort of slippery underneath my feet. And you know, for something that doesn't surf very often, I need something a bit more stable. So I was looking to find like a 76 board that was quite wide, quite thick rail, big rounded nose, kind of rounded nose on it. Didn't buy it, 
as I said, I ran out, ran out of time, but um, that's something that I'll be looking forward. That's something that I'll be looking forward to add to my little collection. It's not a collection, but to, to add to the the, um, the roof rack as well. So I've got a you know a couple of boards to choose from. Yeah, definitely keen to to keep the surfing going. Maybe one of our trips this year in the van can even be down X now and get a bit of a surf in at you know Yardy Creek or something like that. So super. Yeah, super happy with the way the holiday went, mate. As I said, it did take me a while to kick in. Um, Christmas was great. New Year's, we drove home from Denmark. We decided to leave a day earlier, drive home on New Year's, so we did nothing on New Year's Eve, which means the 1st of January, woke up nice, nice and uh, healthy. I uh, went for a run on the 1st, uh, instead of waking up hungover, which was uh, a good decision, really. No way to start your year with a hangover, man, you know. <laughs> That's stressed me out the last few years thinking about that. Um, we've been hit and miss as far as how we've handled it, but that's moving forward, that's the new norm for us for sure, mate. New Year's Eve, go to bed, you know, all time, get up fresh on you on the 1st of January and do something productive, start the year right. Uh, uh, as I said, mate, just a little podcast this time around. Um, I'll probably do, I haven't done the van walkthrough yet, but I did speak to the missus about that. When we get home, we don't have the kids with us, so we'll get the van set up for the grandparents when they fly the kids up. We're gonna stay for a few nights, and once it's all clean and fresh and ready to go, I'll do that that, that final walkthrough. Um, just to, to run through things, the, the system, the, the van, how it looks, what's working for us, what's not working for us. Recommendations for anyone else who's looking to set a van up um, to go off grid as well. And yeah, see what you guys reckon. Manilia, just going up to Manilia now, making better time than I thought we would today, eh? Uh, I kind of plan on getting to Manilia tonight and then having a kip and pushing through tomorrow or middle of the night. But as I said, we've got to, we're going to make it to Nanyatara. So that's that's good. That's the other thing. I haven't driven north of Carnarvon in the heat at the moment because it's, you know, afternoon now, but the car's been since that first day leaving Headland where I had it sitting in auto and probably trying to drive in sixth gear a lot, change gear at the wrong time and all that, we really haven't had a problem with the car at all. Just making sure it doesn't go above fifth and making sure I drop down in fourth when needed to help get it up the, the, the inclines or the hills. And that's made all the difference in the world on not just the performance of the car, but my, my fuel consumption as well, changing gears myself. So that's been a Positive. I would like to have tested it out, towing the van in the 40 degree heat for 500 k's, but I'm certainly not going to plan my trip around it and be happy to get home by 6 a.m. tomorrow morning and skip all the heat for the driving part of the journey anyway. So yeah, I had a couple of other things I was going to address on this podcast, but I can't really remember off the top of my head and I'm obviously driving so I can't really... Uh, can't really uh, smash. Yeah, no, let's not cover everything else on there. I think highlights of the trip would have been using the van for three weeks flat out, and that was good. Um, we had a really good Christmas day, as I mentioned last time, in the rain and chilling out with the kids. The cheese platter we got from Duck and Smell. Then we went back to Duck and Smell after that, and a couple of days later, and had lunch there. Drank a bottle of rosé and had a platter there. It was really nice. Um, stopped off in 
Albany on the way home and caught up with Emma's sister and her hubby and their, their two boys. Um, had lunch there on the foreshore somewhere and that was cool having a bit of a look through Albany as we drove through because I've been to Albany really up been there once, I haven't spent a lot of time there, so it was good to see some other parts of Albany and say, wow, this is a really nice town, the way it comes, the ocean comes into the inlet and opens up to that big sort of bay or harbour in there, really nice, uh, some really nice places there, spots there, so definitely probably worth us going back and having another look at Albany. As we were driving out of Albany, we saw this little dog, like a Maltese Terrier, standing right in the middle of the road, I thought, oh, no, it's a puppy, has no idea what's going on beat the horn and it kind of just trotted off the road at the last minute. I had to work hard to brake and stop the car and the van in time to, to not hit this thing. Then I looked in the rear vision mirror, it was still standing on the edge of the road, pulled over and it walked back out to the middle of the road again. And then Amber starts running down, calling out to the dogs to try and get its attention and it just stood still, dead still in the road, looking basically like directly towards or in a general direction with no idea what was going on, no situational awareness whatsoever. Got to it, picked it up, um, went to the nearest house, which was right next to us on the road. He said, hey, we, we just nearly ran over this dog. The lady sort of said, oh, that's the neighbor's dog. It's deaf and blind and gets out sometimes. And it's on the highway, like the Albany Highway, leaving Albany. It's like his neighbors probably need to get on top of that because that dog had zero idea what it was doing on the road, man. It was super nearly Squashville. Hey, Garfield just drove past a big cat that's been up in Port Hedland for years. Anyone that lives there knows Garfield. It sits on Robinson Street, I think. Massive big cat. Someone's just told it down south. So I wonder if that's been sold and just leaving the Pilbara um, permanently. There you go. Um, what else? We didn't, we didn't bump in, into any Headlanders this year in Denmark. In years past, we've bumped into to Headlanders in Denmark. The, other, the last two times we've been down there, in fact, we've bumped into heaps of Headlanders in Perth, in Scarborough, down Denmark. Everywhere we go, we seem to bump into Headlanders, but we, we didn't this year. So there you go. Maybe people are, um, you know, the COVID fit is people are actually going outside the state or something. I mean, maybe that's what, what that's all about. But anyway, I think, I think that's enough for now. Got a little bit of a session in. Things are going well. Back to Headland. Today is like Friday the 6th, I guess. So tomorrow will be Saturday the 7th. We'll unpack what we need to unpack out of the van. Wash the car in the van. Do a few bits and pieces around the house. Just get our life sort of back to, to normal. And then I'm going to have a good chill day on Sunday with just me and the wife at the, home, at the house before, um, as I said, getting ready for work on Monday. So that's us. That was the, the Robbo's 2022-23 Christmas break. Heaps to get to look forward to this year moving ahead. We do have quite a big year. Um, and the first milestone out of that being, well, I still need to fly off my builder's license after finishing my diploma. That needs to, I need to sort that first milestone for us as a family is that Bali trip. So I'm super keen to, to get back over to Bali and I'll definitely take the GoPro and get a bit of footage over there and do a couple of little podcasts while we're there as well. I hope the sound's all right on this one. I did listen back to the last one that I filmed on the, the, on the GoPro and 
it was listenable. It wasn't as good as the, the sound of getting out of my little studio setup, obviously, but I think it, was, um, it will suffice for a holiday podcast. So, yeah, that's it for me, episode 140, way back home, on the way home, long drive home, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, yeah, man, Average Man Podcast, episode 140. Hope you guys had an awesome Christmas. I hope you just had a good break. I hope you just had a uh, good New Year's if you're into that. And I hope you're positive, refreshed, uh, and ready to go for 2023. Uh, yeah, peace out. All the power to you. Average Man Podcast, over and out.